Welcome to the Um Yeah Sports Podcast with John and Chris, where it's unapologetically just about the sports. We're glad you joined us. Let's jump right in. It is the July 25th episode of the Um Yeah Sports Podcast. It's it's a Monday edition of the podcast, and it's a little bit late on a Monday, too, so there you go. I'm Chris, and with me, as always, is John. Hey, listeners, thank you for tuning in. If you haven't done so already, you can help us out by subscribing to the podcast on your favorite podcasting app. Just hit the subscribe button. And uh, if you like the if you like the show, if you like the content, then tell your friends and family. You can, Usually inside the podcasting apps, there's a, a share button that you can hit and you can send it off via text message to people who might appreciate it. Um, also, we have www.umyasports.com as a place that you can go all day, every day to get the latest sports news and information curated for you from around the web. And it's all brought to you in one place, free of ads and free of charge. Check that out. And then you can also find us on Twitter at um, yeah, Sports, And uh, we'd love to hear from you. So jump over there, follow us, and uh, let's talk. All right, John, how are you, man? Doing well. How are you? I am good. We are rolling toward the NFL preseason. The first preseason game is when? Um, it's August 4th. So August 4th. So next week. Next week. Yeah. Next, what is that? Thursday? Next Thursday. Next, next Thursday. Thursday. Okay. So the uh, the preseason is almost upon us. We've got, uh, what, we've got like uh, training camps kicking off. Yeah. Getting Four moving. teams have already reported. All right. Very good. Well, the Cowboys, are they one of those teams? I know it's the Rams, the Raiders, the Chiefs. Like, oh no, the Bills also report. I don't. I don't think the Cowboys are one of them. Okay. All right. Well, I know it's the Raiders because they're playing, obviously. All right. Well, apparently the uh, the Cowboys are um, struggling with with Ezekiel Elliott. And what to do? Yeah. Apparently the uh, the deal they gave him was one of the worst deals. Uh, yeah. Bad, according to a lot of insiders right now. Contract. They gave him so much money, and he's not being able to remain healthy at all. Yeah. Uh, super up and down. Fumbles have been an issue in years past, and by years past, I mean the last couple of years. Uh, and things are not really getting any better. They say they, if they terminate the contract, they'll have to pay him $12 million to do so, but that's better than the $50 million that he's getting over True. the next couple of years. True. So right now would be the best time to get out, uh, and they could maybe deal him to another team. They could let him go and let him just kind of figure out where he wants to go. All of that is an option. Uh, but if that's something that goes down and Ezekiel Elliott is released and he does find his way into the open market, how many teams are going to be interested in him? Probably quite a bit um, because they believe their coaching staff could be the coaching staff that will be able to help turn him around. We can turn him around. around. Exactly. That's that's the motto of the NFL. They, or if actually have sports in general. If a superstar yeah. comes out, everyone pounces on him. No matter yeah. if it's a good decision, bad decision, they're just flying blind a little somebody. bit here. There's always somebody. Right. So there's always a market. If you create yourself into that superstar spot, if you force your yeah. way in. But if they if they kind of if he gets released because of the fumbles, if this season isn't a season where he turns around and looks so much better, uh, they could still release him. But if he doesn't play so much better, then no one's going to want to pick him up because I, I'd be a very afraid of a guy that struggles holding on to the football and a guy that you know, is just not playing at the top level that we've been accustomed to him playing. And running backs are that position where the the toll of the hits that they have are. Um, 
that they get on a week to week, week in, week out basis is one of those that you can't really turn around once you start going down. So it's usually best to kind of back up those situations. Le'Veon Bell is a great example of of a player that's bounced around and hoped to get into a good situation uh, and just really couldn't. Now he's going to boxing. Uh, so there's different situations like that where players do that, and especially in the running back position. So this year is really going to decide possibly if that insider is correct uh the you know the course of of Elliott's career um but right now the 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 Cowboys aren't in a terrible position to make this happen because Tony Pollard as many people know has kind of come into the scene quite strong last season and played extremely well and I think he's one of the better of the two out of Ezekiel Elliott and, and himself I think he might be playing a little bit better than Ezekiel Elliott so moving on right now would not be a bad option you could also get a, maybe a draft choice for him it, it really just depends on what they decide what route they decide to take it's weird with Jerry Jones though I feel like he's one of those owners that doesn't like to break pattern or break mold he doesn't like to I mean doesn't feel like a whole lot happens in, in Dallas but they also are kind of hamstrung by their by their cap space in the form that they don't have a whole lot of money where they lost Von Miller because of the money and all that stuff. So saving some money on Zeke Elliott might not be that bad a thing after all. But like I said, there's plenty of football left to be played, plenty of opportunities for Zeke Elliott to prove himself to this coaching staff as that he's still the right player for him. But uh, all signs point to this this year being a very important year for him to prove that he's still got what it takes to be a star running back in the NFL. All right. Hey, I wanted to mention to the listeners that there is a new YouTube video series that you have produced called Sneaky Good that relates to the uh, upcoming NFL season and uh, is specifically for fantasy football players. Is that right? Yes, it is. Okay, why don't you tell the listeners what that thing's all about? Yeah, so I've released the first couple of sets last Monday, uh, and then the next set will release uh, tomorrow due to some editing issues that kind of made it go a little bit slower. But basically what uh, Sneaky Good is, is it takes all the stats of um, of the team. So it takes, uh, let's just say, the Seahawks, for example. It talks about who uh, who's Seattle's offensive coordinator is, how many times he runs the ball, how many times he passes the ball. And it takes all that information and it equates it to how he will play, how the different players will play. So, so you're kind of breaking down each team their coaching tendencies yep. and styles to help inform Form which players would be solid pickups from each of those teams. Yeah, and it could, by doing it for the stats and doing it this way, we uncover a lot of the players that people do not think of right. because we're not just thinking about it based off fantasy numbers. We're thinking about it based off these schemes and how these schemes affect these different players and how these stats are affecting these different players and how these stats are trending towards a player a um, kind of going to a breakout season so for like himself. So, like if you have a if you have a league with a lot of teams, exactly, in it and you're spread a little thin, you, those superstars go fast. Where Who can to you go, go to find, next? Where can you go find value on some of these teams where you might not know to look? They may be out there hiding, and they're sneaky good. Yeah, and uh, this episode that's going to release tomorrow, uh, the one for the Vikings. Spoiler has two sneaky good players in it that I believe should be on, on your on your radar going to the next season. One of them you might never even heard of. The other one probably heard of, but have always stayed clear of okay. because of the stark quarterbacks that are in the league. But right, I don't, don't, don't tell them who they I'm are. I'm not going to tell them who it is, okay. but I'm just saying watch out for it because they are in there. Okay, so where do they go? Where do they go to find this stuff? Is it on umyesports.com? It is on umyesports.com. There'll be a link there. It'll be on Twitter as well as a link, and then also on the um, yes, Sports, uh YouTube page. Okay. Awesome. Find them all three places. So you can go to any of those places. Yeah. Awesome. Very good. Is it going to be in the like the menu? Is that where it's going to? Like if they if they're on mobile and they hit the little like three lines, 
and it drops open where they can like go straight to. Oh yeah, like the the different categories. Yeah, because that's where they can find the podcast. That's where they can find like if you wanted to just look at that NFL just by NFL or just by NBA. It will be on there. So it'll be there. You can go find it there. Head over to Um Yeah Sports, uh, the channel on YouTube. As well as you're going to be posting stuff on Twitter. Yep, there'll too. be like little promotional things that you can click on the link and it will be sent to you. And like I said, there'll be a whole new batch of four brand new videos tomorrow morning. Yep. So that's for those uh, those fantasy players who like to study going. Yes, into if you the go, if you like going in deeper and you like to get beyond that, these are really for people that are way beyond. You know, the four, the small four leagues, the small. So probably six leagues, so. who somebody who wouldn't normally watch that. Uh, but now might watch something like that would be Kyler Murray because now it looks like he might be mandated to uh, to to have what like four hours of study. Yeah. Uh, how uh, was that per uh, per day? Per week. Per 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 week. Yeah. Four not... hours per week. I hope he's putting in more than four hours per week. But he's got He's got to at least do that. At least do that. Yeah. By the way, great job on you know this segue right there. You like that? That was, that was great. You I, like that? I got to point that out. Congratulations okay. yeah. right there. Perfect. That's hosting at its finest. It is. Uh, so yeah. That explains a ton as far as, you know, my opinion on Kyler Murray and why he's the Achilles heel of the Arizona Cardinals. Lo and behold, the reason he can't beat teams and he gets sacked so much is because he's not watching the films and learning their tendencies. Yeah. He kept, he said something about that. uh, He just knows so much in his head about defenses that he doesn't need to watch film. Uh, I don't get that. I, yeah. I, film is the only way you can know well, stuff you know, and put you can it in visualize your head. in your mind. I, I don't. That's in your like, mind. That's the type of football you play when you know backyard football, or you know, yeah. with your friends. That's what you do. You don't watch film on your, you know, your friends. You just kind of go wing it. But when you're playing NFL type, or when you're playing NFL games, let alone getting paid, you know, how much was it? I think it was like two hundred fifty million dollars over five years making one of the highest paid quarterbacks in the NFL well, just right imagine now. if he studied and he could actually read those defenses. Then maybe hey, it wouldn't be such a bad option. Maybe Arizona's on to something here. Maybe, but if Kyler Murray fails to do it, I believe it avoids his contract or something well, like that. They, he'll do it. He'll they, be doing his four hours a week, he said I guarantee He's you. not one of the type of guys that likes to spend 24 hours watching film. He doesn't have to spend 24 hours. He apparently just needs, needs to spend four, hours four a, week. a week. Do it, man. For a week, it's and not hey, much. Who knows? Arizona could actually be a legitimate playoff contender next season. Could be if he if he does his four hours a week. But yeah, that explains uh, so much. Yeah, somebody up uh, up the road from Kyler, uh, who's also probably watching lots of film, trying to get ready to be a starting quarterback, is Trey Lance in San Francisco. Yeah, and uh, so is it too early to give him the starting job? Uh, a, a coach that we do not know who it is because they did not specify has said that if uh, when he plays the San Francisco 49ers this season, if Trey Lance is the starting quarterback, it'd be like Christmas came early. Oh, uh, because they say he's not prepared enough, and that there was there's not a whole lot of footage on Trey Lance when during his time at North Dakota State. Okay, um, so they really don't know too much about him. Uh, and he played very little last season, only in like preseason and maybe a snap or two in regular season. So there's not a whole lot of evidence supporting any sort of details on yeah. on his ability. Now, granted, this is an opposing uh, coach, yeah. so he's not going to be on any of the training camps. He's not going to be in the mini practices, not going to be yeah. in the OTAs. So he has really no idea what the progression looks like. Yeah. But from the outside looking in, he's hoping that uh, that Jimmy Garoppolo is traded. Yeah. Now, could... Trey Lance come on the scene very strong and, you know, give tons of great numbers and blah, 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 blah. Possibly. I mean, it's 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 NFL. Anything can happen. And with this coaching staff, they're doing a really great job of getting this team 
in a good situation. They're not going to make a decision that's going to end up hurting themselves in the long run. So they are going to obviously have trust in their quarterback that goes beyond what the players are saying superficially to the media. Uh, obviously, if they're willing to give Jimmy Garoppolo the opportunity to seek a trade, they don't have to do that. They're just wanting to do that and giving him an opportunity to go where he wants to. So as far as Christmas coming early for this this coach, it could actually be a very different situation where Christmas comes later. But um, I think at this point, it's one of those things we have not seen any evidence of, of Trey Lance being good or bad. Um, we know another quarterback that came out of the same school is Josh Allen, and we know what type of quarterback he is for the Buffalo Bills. And uh, so I think if Trey Lance is in, put in a great, good enough situation, he can have success. And I believe he is put in a good enough situation where he can have success. So I don't think it's going to be one of those situations like uh, Jordan Love where he came in for Aaron Rodgers and he couldn't get anything done. This has a better, well-rounded offense than that did. Uh, his legs, I think he can do a good job on the ground. So right now, from what I've seen, I disagree that it would be you know, a deficit. I obviously think there's going to be a learning curve for him to get into a situation where he actually can succeed. But at this point, I do believe that it it's not going to be one of those situations where they're going to play that badly because I believe this coaching staff is going to think of the greater good of the team and they wouldn't put this guy in a situation where it would end up hurting their chances because right now this team is a playoff contending team and maybe even at some point a Super Bowl contending team they lost to the Rams at the very last possible second to get kicked out of the Super Bowl but they did have a deep playoff run so and that was with Jimmy Garoppolo so if they didn't think this had a situation where they could start winning they wouldn't really do this at all so uh, do I believe the same thing I think it's gonna have to be what's on the football field is what's gonna decide a lot of this but everyone is kind of it's kind of stating their own opinion right now what they think based yeah. off what they've seen obviously he probably has a better understanding of what Trey Lance is because he's obviously an NFL coach. I am not. However, from what I've been able to see, I still like his chances of becoming a good quarterback. Okay. Pause for one second so I can extend it. Okay, well, before we get out of here, because I know we got a bit of a late start, I just want to hit one one thing from the NBA that came came across the line here today, which is that the Boston Celtics uh, are interested in bringing KD to the team. Yeah, it's an interesting thing, especially because I saw that it's been in the works for a couple of weeks at this point. I remember us talking. I feel like we talked about this at some no, point. It's, this has you never brought been it. a thing at I this point. I don't know. I remember us, you and I, about a week or two ago, I two weeks ago. I think I may ago. have an opinion on it that said that my, this might be a possibility for Yeah, him. okay. That wasn't but, something uh, we'd read. Okay. This is the first I've heard of this. Okay. Um, but at this point, I think it's going to be an interesting situation because they offered Jalen Brown. They offered... Um, they offered Derek White in a first round pick, and then they said they want you know Marcus Smart plus another couple of dra- uh, picks and another rotational player. Uh, so will this go anywhere? I really don't know uh, because that's a very steep 
uh, ask. However, I also think that Celtics need to be very, very careful because Jalen Brown is now be, being or has become offended by the fact that they would even offer him up as a trade option, and he didn't like that very much. He took to Twitter to say something like, I think he just said something. Um, but I think you're just saying, like, why would you try to trade me? I think a lot of people are kind of torn because they like Jalen Brown as a player. Uh, however, if you get Kevin Durant, do you jump at it? How much do you give up? They just signed Malcolm Brodin, Brodin, uh to their to their lineup, so they have another uh, point guard in there, so they can give up a point guard like Derek White or Marcus Smart. They have depth there, so now things become a little bit more interesting. But the question remains: How much are you willing to give up? And how much do you give up to the point where you're still a contender with Kevin Durant uh, as opposed to without him? Because if there's too much, if there's too little upside with Kevin Durant, then you won't do it. However, that four-year contract's a nice thing where you don't have to pay him for a little while. However, with Jalen Brown, I feel like Jalen Brown has more of a ceiling than Kevin Durant and has a longer playing uh, time than Kevin Durant. However, in a couple years, Jalen Brown becomes available. So you have to kind of wonder, will he walk? Will he stay? Where will that all end up? So you kind of have to think down the road a little bit, which is a little bit hard to do as a GM. So at this point, this this situation with the Nets is just getting kind of you know weird at this point because I saw another article that said um, if Kevin Durant is traded, then they're going to ramp up the uh, the desire to trade Kyrie Irving Irving to to do it to the Lakers, which is the only squad that really wants them. So if this happens, then both of those would pretty much go. However. Kyrie has a state of the interest of wanting to stay with the Nets. So at this point, and then also, you know, Kevin Durant and the Nets might not even want to trade him to an uh, to a rival like the Net or like the Boston Celtics are because they'll have to play each other at some point. Uh, so at this point, it's kind of getting in a little bit of a weird situation. I also heard um, Woj say that uh, it's not a situation where uh, it's not like it's. Like the trade's going to happen. It, it, this has been in the works for a long time. It's been a couple weeks in the making. Yeah, we're the first we're hearing about it. Uh, so this isn't really a situation where it's like it's going to happen tomorrow. Uh, the Nets have such a high asking price for all of this that it's kind of gotten to a situation where Donovan Mitchell, uh, Kevin Durant, Kyrie, and Russell Westbrook are the only four stars that are circulating this this web and then they keep banging onto teams and then latching on and then falling off and then kind of doing the same cycle over and over and over again. However, at this point, if the Celtics aren't serious about this, they need to back off now uh, because at this point, I think they're actually kind of in danger of doing what a lot of teams do trying to jump on a superstar, falling yeah. short of getting the superstar, right. and then they, and then they take off their man. star player, yeah. and they can't get him back, and he's wanting yeah. a trade, and then they just make themselves having a bigger issue. So yeah. be very careful because Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum is a good and, – and Marcus Murray is a good you know, a good team. They got all the yeah. way to the finals. Yeah. So don't do something where you're trying to get into a situation where Kevin Durant, you know it's not possible. You know you're not going to give up all of that for him and, and you know injure the very fr- uh, frame of your, of your team. So yeah. it's getting in a little bit – dangerous a little bit hairy for all these teams trying to get Kevin Durant but at some point that price is going to have to drop uh but they're probably not going to be any rush like I said he's still under contract for another four years so should be interesting a lot of teams are popping up all over the place (laughs) and we'll see exactly where he lands if he lands anywhere other than uh Brooklyn at all but it'll be interesting uh hopefully the Nets use their head a little bit more than the 76ers did when they traded um 
Ben Simmons and all those guys yeah. to it to a uh, to a rival that they'll actually play. They yeah. don't want to have a similar yeah. situation. So yep. at this point, lot is still unknown, but hopefully this will clear up here shortly. All right, awesome. Thanks for hanging out. I know it's a short episode, listeners. Thanks for listening. We appreciate you. And like I said, if you haven't subscribed, please do so. Don't forget to check out that sneaky good series uh, out there on the YouTube channel. Uh, and you can find it again all over the place uh, wherever we post things. Uh, but uh, otherwise, we will catch you on Wednesday. See you. See you. God bless.